Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, your Balanced Lifestyle Coach, and I'm just happy that you're here with me hanging out to have another conversation about what it looks like to have it all, because that's what we dig into today. As soon as you hit play, you enter a world where having it all is possible. It is possible. You can experience an abundant, loving life. That's what all means in terms of these conversations. And I love digging into this stuff because, you know, there are things to think about. There are things for you to chew on and digest, things for you to do, things for you to let go of, all in the pursuit of having it all. So if you have not already, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening to right now. You can hit subscribe. You can also leave me a rating and review. That would be tremendous. You can let me know how I can improve the show, what you like about the show, topic suggestions, whatever. You can do all that stuff. And if you want to get in touch with me directly, you can hit me up over on Instagram. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. You can shoot me a DM there. Or you can email me. I'm at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. And again, I love receiving your episode suggestions, your feedback for improvement, or just having you say what's up and you tell me about your life. I love all of it. I enjoy connecting. Okay, today's conversation, we're talking about health, and specifically physical health and the the importance of physical health and how it actually influences all the other parts of your health. And today's conversation was inspired by a listener email. And it's great because, you know, this this particular listener is talking about health in the context of what's happening right now as I'm recording this, July 2020, we're in the midst of COVID and people staying at home and wearing masks and socially isolating and doing all this stuff. And sometimes your physical health and the importance of getting enough exercise and eating well and doing all those things can take a back seat, right? And so if that's you, then this is going to be a great episode to help not only motivate you to be putting more energy and, and, and focus back on your physical health, but also inspire you to take some action, right? Because that's what this podcast is about. It's about inspiring action, movement, doing something, right? That's how you create the change. So that's what you're going to get at the end of today's awesome, awesome conversation. Let's kick things off with a little bit of magic. I have had so much magic since the last time we were hanging out on the podcast. It's been, it's been a week, and it's been a really, really tremendous week. And again, if this is your first time listening, magic or magical moments, those are the moments when you influence self, others, or life in an empowering way. And so we always stop to acknowledge those magical moments because the more magical moments you have, the more that you can confidently say, yep, I have it all. So my magic is this is this is others magic and it's so sweet. Uh, it's such a such a sweet piece of magic. So one of my friends, she goes by the hair doula on Instagram and she is a natural hair consultant. She's been friends with Sarah and I for a number of years and when Maya's hair started to grow, like Maya was born with straight hair. And when she got about a year old, 
the curl started to to form. And now she's three and a half, almost four, and she has this big, beautiful head of naturally curly golden hair. And it's just amazing. And I've never seen a child or a person with hair like Maya's, you know? And so as her she was growing and her hair was getting real curly, Sarah and I were were talking with our friend who, again, who she's this hair consultant, the hair doula, and she was giving us tips about how to maintain hair and, you know, things that we could be doing for, for Maya's hair because it's it's unique. You know, I grew up in a household, mixed race, and my sisters have big curly hair as well. And so I have a little bit of experience of watching my mom really work on my sister's hair, but I never did it myself. So now with Maya, I needed a little bit of coaching. And that's why I reached out to our friend. So I was talking to our friend recently, and she always does these really neat hairstyles. And she had just gotten her hair cut, and she was wearing it natural. It was just out and just this big, beautiful, you know, bundle of hair. And we were on Skype, and I could see her hair, and it reminded me of Maya's hair. And I said, oh, wow, you know, your hair is, looks beautiful right now. I'm, I'm really digging it, just the fullness and the, 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 you know, how natural it is and beautiful. And I said, you know, would you be willing to record a little message for Maya? Because what I'm noticing in Maya is she doesn't see a lot of people with hair like hers. Maya will watch TV shows and, you know, on TV, particularly like a Disney movie or something, everybody's got this long, blonde hair, right? Like Maya loves Frozen. Those women do not have hair like Maya does. And so oftentimes she wants hair like what she sees. And there aren't a lot of of people depicted in TV or cartoons or movies that have, you know, big, natural, curly hair. So as I'm talking to my friend and I'm seeing her with this big, natural, curly hair, I said, could you record a little message for Maya that I can play for her the next time that um, but when she was, Maya was out of the house. So when she comes back, I would love to play this message for her. And so my friend did that. She took about 30 seconds and just recorded this, this wonderfully sweet video just saying, hi, Maya. I can't wait to see you again. I just got my hair cut. Look at it. And, you know, all of this, this stuff acknowledging her hair and at the same time acknowledging Maya's hair. Because I think it's so important for, for people to feel you know, represented, you know, to see depictions in you know, TV or whatever it is that they can identify with. And again, I'm just watching this as a father, watching my daughter. Maya comes to me saying, I want hair like that. I want to get an Elsa wig. I want hair like, like this, you know, this Barbie doll has. And there's just not yet, there aren't enough representations of other types of hair. And um, I want to give a shout out actually to my man Holby because... Holby, if you're listening to this, you know, you are, are, are part of the effort to create more representation. And you sent me that book, The Legend of the Curl Girl. And that was so awesome to show Maya as well. Like, hey, look, a curly haired superhero who looks like you. So I appreciate you, Holby. And um, just, you know, I, I, I'm becoming more aware of it now that I'm a father of a little girl who looks different. She just, you know, there's nobody in Maya's class has hair like hers. And I can understand it. Like when I grew up in my school, I looked different. Nobody had skin like me. And as I went through my life, people would ask me, what are you? Are you Filipino? Are you Puerto Rican? Like, what are you? And so having to explain myself or feeling like I had to explain myself and not seeing a lot of things that were 
um, a lot of people or uh, main characters in movies or superheroes or anything that that I felt I could identify with. Like I know what that's like. And so with Maya, just seeing it happen, I know part of my job as her father was going to be to to intentionally bring those other things into her into her sphere so that she can see them, you know, and point things out where she can see herself represented in media and content and all that stuff. So my magic was asking my friend to record that video and having her do that. And I haven't shared it with Maya yet. Um, she's napping at the moment, but I'm just super, super excited. Even if she doesn't respond to it, you know, maybe she doesn't really, in the moment, doesn't say something big and significant. Just her seeing somebody who has hair like hers, I'm just so, so excited about that. So that's my magic. Um, if you all are looking for a hair consultant or you just want some really encouraging, empowering, just really amazing messages around hair and self-image, go check out my friend. She is the hair doula. Go to Instagram at the hair doula, D-O-U-L-A, the hair doula, and follow her. And she just got some amazing content. And you can also check out my man Holby's book, The Legend of the Curl Girl. You can go to Amazon and type that in, The Legend of the Curl Girl. And those are two places you can go check out for some really empowering, uplifting, you know, representative content out there. I love it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Cool. Let's jump over to listener love today because today's listener love is actually, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to the person who inspired today's topic. So, Steph, I want to say thank you to you for emailing me and for sending your ideas. I truly, I can't tell you all enough how much I enjoy when you send me ideas. So, Steph, I appreciate that. And yeah, because you sent that email, we are going to talk about your topic today. So I'm going to read a portion of it and dig into it. So if you want to be like Steph and reach out to me for anything, whether it's an episode idea, just to say what's up, share with me what's going on with you, inquire about coaching or my programs, whatever, you can do so again at Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens, or go to my email address, which is Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. Hit me up and I will reply to you. All right, let's jump into Steph's email today because we're talking about health. And one thing you got to know about me is I am a man who's committed to health. So this is right down my alley. And I believe you, you all are going to get something from this. I really do. I think you're going to walk away with a, a shift in perspective. All right, so I'm going to read to you the portion of Steph's email that asks the question for today's topic. And then we're going to jump into this thing. So the email says, I'm sure you've already done a podcast about the mind-body connection, but due to the current state of our world and COVID-19, we may need a reminder of how important exercise is to physical and mental wellness and how it can stave off depression. I think that people have allowed the pandemic to be their excuse for giving up their regular workouts and packing on the pounds. 
So, Steph, thank you again for the email. I like the simplicity of it, straight to the point. And I, I believe, I believe in a lot of things when it comes to health. Um, first of all, I view health as five-dimensional or, or multifaceted, at least. I look at the five different areas of health, which are mental, spiritual, social, physical, and emotional. And when I am doing a check on myself to see how my health is, I'm looking across all those areas. And, you know, you might have more. You, I'm speaking to you who's listening right now. You might have others in there. Um, sexual could be added. I absolutely believe in, in sexual health and, and sexual energy and how that energy can be used for raising or lowering health, 110%, yes. Um, but for this conversation, I'm talking about these five different areas, mental, spiritual, social, physical, and emotional. And again, I, I look at that as your total health and wellness right there. And all of those things influence each other. And some of them are directly connected. So physical is directly connected to emotional. When your physical state goes up, when your physical health goes up, you tend to feel great, right? And if your emotional state were to go down, it is pretty darn tough to motivate yourself to do something physically. It just is. It's because those things are connected. And a simple visual for this, this five multifaceted five area um, picture of health is a body vehicle. And I've talked about the body vehicle on the show before. And so picture a car, right? Like looking at a car from, from a bird's eye view. And you've got two wheels in the front, two wheels in the back, and the steering wheel in the middle, right? Those are the five wheels of the body vehicle. The front two wheels are your spiritual health and your social health. The central steering wheel is your mental health. And the back two wheels are your physical health and your emotional health. And like on many cars, you have an axle that runs across your back two wheels. That's the connection between physical and emotional health. Yet all five are part of your body vehicle, and they all influence each other. And when one of those areas is off, the rest of them have to either pick up the slack or you end up feeling it across all the rest of those areas. So the body vehicle, you can, again, think of it like a car. Now I want you to picture yourself driving in your car or riding in a car. What happens when one of those wheels or one of those tires is deflated? Right? What happens if you're driving in your car and one of your front tires is flat or just even a little bit deflated? It doesn't have to be perfectly flat. Well, what happens is you start to vibrate a little bit. You start to bounce, especially if you're going kind of fast. The vibration is like, and you feel it, right? And if you ignore it, it's going to just continue and persist, and it's going to impact that ride. You can drive with a flat tire. You can do it. You can drive with, a, with no tire at all, just, just a rim, <laughs> just a rim on the asphalt. You'll be able to drive and go forward, but it will not be a joyful ride. It will not be joyful, and you will not be able to hit a high speed and maintain control. You just won't. And so what this means, relating it back to you, is that if you're riding through life and one of those five areas or maybe multiple, a couple of those areas are being neglected, then your experience of life is going to be compromised. 
Absolutely. If one of those tires is low, then your overall experience in life, your overall health and wellness is going to be impacted and it's going to come down a little bit. You can guarantee that. Again, just think about the body vehicle. If any one of those tires are off, the entire vehicle shakes. The entire vehicle can't hit top speed. Right? And sometimes we have multiple tires that are deflated. Or we're riding on multiple rims because we've totally neglected one of those areas. It doesn't even exist in our mind. You can still get your car going forward, but your experience will be impacted. So that's the, the analogy that we're going to use throughout the duration of this conversation. Because again, I want you to connect the dots that your health is more than just one of those areas. It's not just physical. It's not just mental. It's not just emotional. It's not just spiritual, social, or any of the others. It's all of them. It's all of them. We are multifaceted people. And if we look at things like health in isolation, you're going to miss it. And so, Steph, what I see happening right now in this world that we live in currently is that we are looking at health in just one or two of those areas and neglecting the rest. That's what I see happening. We're saying, okay, physical health. We got to make sure that physical health is, to, is, is priority, which I understand. I'm not saying don't make it priority. But when we focus all of our intention and effort on making sure physical health isn't impacted, we take our eyes off the others. And we say, well, the other ones just aren't that important. We got to make sure physical health is a priority. And what's missed is that when you take your eyes off the others, guess what? Those tires are now getting deflated. Your overall ride is being impacted. And something I'm going to share with you in a little bit is your immune system actually becomes weaker when you don't do things like look at your social health or your emotional health or your mental health. And so that weakened immune system makes you more susceptible to something happening to you physically. So the efforts you're doing to protect your physical health are actually putting your physical health at jeopardy. It's interesting. And so what I really want to get across today is if you have been neglecting any one of those areas and have been using the stay-at-home orders or the pandemic as a reason why you are neglecting any one of those areas, you are inviting all sorts of things into your life that are going to impact your health. And I'm not talking just about physical dis-ease. There's mental dis-ease, emotional dis-ease, spiritual dis-ease, social dis-ease. You're inviting all of those things into your vortex, into your life, into your environment when you take your eyes off of them. And you know what happens sometimes? Sometimes when you're driving in that car and we have a flat tire or we have a tire that's low, we can just pretend that it's that that vibration isn't there, right? We can we can pretend that we're operating at our optimum pace and speed at the top levels, even when our tires are flat, even when the car is vibrating. And what happens when we're doing that? It's called denial. When you're driving down the street and your car is bouncing and vibrating, yet you're pretending it's all smooth and everything's okay. That's denial. And that's what we end up doing. 
we say, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to put my physical health on the on the shelf right now because all my gyms are closed and the the apartment complex, I, you know, I can't even go there. And the playground that I did my pull-ups on, that was closed too. So I'm just going to put my physical health on the shelf right now. And that's okay because I actually need to focus on other things because those other things were being neglected and that I need to focus on those areas and that's going to make my health better. Or at least I'm going to be thriving in those other areas so it won't be as bad that my physical health is down. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, that's a form of denial, right? You're denying what's right in front of your face. So if you think that you're just cruising along with your health right now, and you know that one of those five areas or maybe multiple of those five areas have received little to no attention, I just want you to be aware of what's happening and what you're heading towards because it's really tough. It can be really tough to to gain that momentum back when you've let things slip off, especially when you let things slip off because you've convinced yourself that one thing is not important. You know, all this stuff we're talking about today is just principle. One of the principles that I govern my life with is health supports life. Health supports life. Things that are healthy, things that are going to raise your health, raise your vibration, elevate you, uplift you, those things are going to support you living, support your life force. Health supports life. When you connect with that, and you really understand it, what it unlocks, the ability it unlocks within you is the power of healing. You start to look at where can I be healing? Where can I heal mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, physically? But you got to understand that health supports life. So that means that things are not, that are not healthy do not support life. It's just principle, right? It's just principle. That's all that we're talking about today is principle in the context of looking at how maybe you've put your physical health on the back burner because of the things that are going on. And let me just say that I get it, man. Circumstances happen. Like circumstances hit and it's easy to just put stuff on the back burner. It is. But that's what you train for. That's why you put in reps. That's why you work on consistency. That's why you work on having a big why. That's why you build up healthy habits. That's why you have someone hold you accountable. So that when circumstances do hit, you don't just pump the brakes because it's a little bit challenging to continue to work out because now it's kind of hard to eat healthy because fill in the blank. Otherwise, you are going to start and stop on any circumstance that comes across your path, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's cold weather, whether it's rain, whether it's my gym is three flights of stairs down there and I'm up here and I'm not trying to go. Those are all just circumstances, right? And so it's really important to, to understand that, you know, that you always have choice and you are always going to be presented with circumstance. And that any time that you decide, you know what, I'm going to pack it in today, I'm going to put it over on the shelf and we're going to focus on other things. Like you're per- you, you have all, every right to make that decision it's just being cool with the consequences. And one of the things that I want to illuminate today is that when you're taking all these precautions for your physical health, and at the same time, you're putting your mental health, your spiritual health, your social health, your emotional health on the back burner, it is actually going to impact 
your physical health. That's just what happens. So one of the things that I did, I want to do a little bit of research today. I wanted to, to get some of the factors that actually influence immune system health. So I started doing some research and I came across this article from WebMD. I don't recommend you go and diagnose yourself with something through WebMD, but they tend to have some pretty solid um, articles that can give you some, some decent information, right? So to me, it's a, it's a trusted source for some medical stuff. So I went to WebMD and I found an article that was from pre-COVID times. Yes, there was a time before COVID, if you, if you, if you can believe it. Pre-COVID, this was July of 2019. This article is called Immune System, sorry, Six Immune System Boosters, right? And so this was before any of this stuff about immune system was in, was in our, you know, uh, the, the, the news cycles and all that in our conversation. This is before all that. So I'm going to read parts of this article to you, and you can go check it out as well. Uh, WebMD, Six Immune System Busters and Boosters. That's the title. So the first thing that it says is, is your lifestyle can affect how well your immune system can protect you from germs, viruses, and chronic illness. Your lifestyle. Replacing bad health habits with good ones can help keep your immune system healthy. You knew that already. Of course you did. So the first immune system booster is sleep. So it says, check this list to see where you could use some improvement. Number one, you're short on sleep. Guess what? If you are short on sleep, that's going to impact your immune system. It just does. You're more likely to catch a cold or infection when you're not getting enough sleep. Not getting enough sleep can lead to higher levels of stress hormone. It can also lead to more inflammation in your body. All right, so that's the first thing. You aren't getting enough sleep, your immune system is going to be impacted. Second thing is you don't exercise. It says immune system, sorry, trying to get regular or moderate exercise like a daily 30-minute walk can help your immune system fight infection. If you don't exercise regularly, you're more likely to get colds. Yes, people who don't exercise are more likely to get colds than people who do exercise. As exercise can also boost your body's feel-good chemicals and help you sleep better. And both of those are great for your immune system. The third point is when your diet is off. Eating or drinking too much sugar curbs immune system cells that attack bacteria. This effect lasts for a few hours after downing a couple of sugary drinks. So what do you do? Eat more fruits and vegetables. <laughs> eat fresh food. Eat mushrooms. Eat garlic, kale, grapes, onions, spinach, sweet potatoes, all that stuff. All of those things are going to help boost your immune system. Or at least keep your immune system from going down. Number four, you're always stressed. It says everyone has some stress. It's part of life. But if stress drags on for a long time, it can make you more vulnerable to illness, from colds to serious diseases. Chronic stress exposes your body to a steady stream of stress hormones that suppress the immune system. Yeah. It even give, this article even gives you some simple ideas, which again, you've heard of, things that can help you manage stress better. Learning to meditate, slowing down, connecting with other people, working out to blow off some steam, it even says counseling could be a big help. Number five of the six immune system boosters and busters is that you're too isolated. It says having strong relationships and a good social network is actually good for you. People who feel connected to friends have stronger immunity than those who feel alone. 
I thought this was interesting. In one study, lonely freshmen had a weaker immune response to a flu vaccine than those who felt connected to others. I mean, vaccine has been in the public conversation right now as well. And obviously, social distance, stay at home, don't be around other people. I'm just saying, it has an impact on your immune system. That's it. Last thing from this article, and then I'll, I'll keep, keep this conversation moving, is that you've lost your sense of humor. It says laughing is good for you. It curbs the levels of stress hormones in your body and boosts the type of white blood cells that fight infection. So let's look back at the body vehicle, why don't we? It's the body vehicle again, spiritual, social, mental, emotional, physical. Well, when you're short on sleep, that's going to impact your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, right? Those are three parts of the body vehicle. When you don't exercise, boom, that's physical right there. When your diet is off, there's another physical one. When you're always stressed, stress impacts emotions, stress impacts your mental well-being, stress impacts so many things. You're too isolated, talking about the social wheel right there, right? And you've lost your sense of humor. So the body vehicle is so well represented in this article talking about things that can boost or bring down your immune system. Again, the point I'm trying to illustrate is it's not just about one thing. It's not just physical health. If you just focus on physical health or just neglect physical health, you're missing the fact that these are all connected. And you have to be paying attention to all of them. And so I want to go back to Steph's email. Because the email talks about the reminder and how important exercise is, physical exercise, to, to mental wellness and how all of that can stave off depression. And my, my response is yes. It is very, very important that all of us, and especially right now, don't allow a pandemic and things being shut down to stop us from physically exercising. You gotta keep that tire inflated, that physical tire. And part of the reason you want to do that is because one, it's gonna keep your immune system high. If you are shut off right now from other people, if you are not going out into public and wearing masks and all that stuff because you're trying to protect your physical health, right? I get that. Cool. I understand it. And if at the same time you have reduced or maybe completely neglected physical exercise, then just look at how that doesn't make sense. You're doing things to prevent and to, to protect your physical health. Yet at the same time, you're doing things that are going to impact your physical health in a disempowering way. That makes no sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what you actually want to be doing is continuing the exercise, if not increasing it, because all of those things, the exercise is going to help you to keep that immune system strong, keeping your body strong, keeping your lungs strong. I mean, shoot, right now they say COVID impacts your lungs. So get out there and make sure those lungs are strong. Be, get, get that cardio exercise. Figure out what you need to do. It's so easy to allow ourselves to just sit and do nothing because, well, my gym is closed. 
Well, there's a pandemic going on. Well, I can't do that. It's just so easy to do that. And right now is the time where you dig in and you say, okay, great. That avenue is closed. I'm going to figure out something else. And every single one of us has access to a personal trainer in our pocket. Go to YouTube and type in, you know, 20 minute at home, no weight exercise. There have been millions of videos that have been uploaded just in the past three months by trainers because they recognize that right now folks aren't going to the gym. So they need to come up with innovative ways for people to get exercises at home. You don't have to spend any money to do this stuff. You don't have to spend a dime. I even went on today because I believe in a couple of physical exercises that, you know, just if, if there, there's a few things that I always want to make sure I'm doing. Squats, push-ups, planks, pull-ups, right? Along with cardio, along with going outside and going for a run. But in terms of anaerobic exercise, squatting, like body weight squats, super important. Push-ups. Push-ups are so basic, and you can, you can try different hand positions. You can try to elevate your feet. Do whatever you want. It's a great exercise right there. Plank holds, right? Plank holds are wonderful. And then pull-ups. And with pull-ups, I thought, how can people who don't have a pull-up bar, don't have access to a pull-up bar, how can you do them? Well, guess what? There are some super smart men and women out there who figured out that you can use a door and a door frame to do pull-ups. If you take a towel, you tie a knot in one end, loop it around the door, and then you close the door, make sure the door is nice and tight. You can actually do pull-ups with that thing. Go to Google or go to YouTube and check it out. Point being, there is no excuse as to why you can't be making some time for your physical health. And if you are in a space right now where you are trying to do every single thing you can to preserve your physical health, then you need to recognize how much of a contrast it is, how it really doesn't make sense for you to be trying to preserve your physical health in one breath and then making excuses as to why you're not going to work out in the second breath. You're, 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 you're not being consistent, right? And so go figure out whatever you need to do to just start small and to do some things for your physical health to keep it going. Because as we illustrated in the body vehicle, physical is connected directly to emotional. And when one of those starts to go down, the other one goes down, and it can be a cascade. And I've experienced that. Like, I've experienced that cascade in my life where I wasn't paying attention to one area of the body vehicle, and I was in denial that it had any influence on the others, and then slowly over time, it all started to come down. And I'll tell you the quick story about it. In college, my junior year college maybe, maybe my senior year, I started to just isolate myself, right? I started to, the, my disempowering self-talk started to get pretty loud and the pressure that I was feeling and the weight of responsibility and all these different things started to get really heavy. And so I started to isolate myself more and more and just not be around people. I was smoking a lot of weed to try to cope with the stress and the pressure and all of that. And I just went down this rabbit hole where I started to cut myself off from my roommates and my friends. And I told myself, I convinced myself that, you know what, as long as I'm, my grades are okay, then my behavior is, is fine. As long as I can maintain like a high B average, I'm cool. And we already talked about denial. I was in complete denial, right? But, you know, 
at that at that time, I wasn't very aware of the impact that having a very low social wheel was having on my overall health. Because again, I just looked at my grades as the measuring stick. As long as this stays up, then I can do what I whatever I want in the other areas. And so what happened was the more that I isolated myself, the more that my emotional well-being started to decline, right? The less motivated I felt to do anything. I didn't want to do anything active. The, the, that, that resulted in me not going to the gym very often, me rarely getting in cardio, which then triggered more emotional eating, right? Because I was already at a crummy place feeling low. Now I'm not working out feeling low about my body and I'm just gonna, that's going to trigger more stuff so more emotional eating happened and then my overall health just started to go downhill from there. Boom, 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 boom. Just kept going down, down, down. And it wasn't until thankfully one day I snapped, like I snapped at my, my, I kind of, the clouds parted and I could see what I was doing and I could see that, oh my gosh, this stuff is all connected and this is not how I want to be, all right? And so I stopped smoking. I just quit smoking weed on the spot, threw away all my stuff recommitted myself back to my health because that was something that was always important for me. But for those that months or however, you know, year maybe, it just, it, I just made it not important. So I recommitted myself to my health. And then I made the march back, like back to better health, started that slow march, you know, and it took time. But I could see how all those wheels were connected. I could see how my social, my emotional, and my physical were connected. Right? And I didn't even know about the body vehicle concept back then, but I was starting to notice and see how those things were connected. And so it gave me a different perspective at which to view my health. So I've been there. I get it. I know what it's like to allow circumstance to, to help justify why you neglect something. And so remember, at the top of this conversation, I just wanted to, first of all, illuminate, like create a different level of understanding, a different level of awareness for you that could potentially motivate you, get that fire going again as to why you want to make sure that not only your physical health is being looked after, but your emotional, your mental, your spiritual, and your social health as well. That was my first objective. And my second objective is to inspire you to go and do something now. Do something different. If you know that one of those wheels is low and you know you've been making excuses about it, do something about it. Particularly if you have been changing your lifestyle because you're trying to protect or preserve your physical health. And if those lifestyle changes have not been adding to your health, that's where you really want to look at this stuff. Because it can get out of control. It absolutely can. You know, and, and, it's, and it's your responsibility to look after your health. It's not mine. You can't rely on anybody else to do it for you. It's not your spouse's responsibility, your doctor's responsibility, your siblings, nobody else's. You know, I can want you to be healthy and vibrant, but I can't do that work for you. That's got to be up to you. You've got to want it. You've got to be playing for something greater. And you've got to take the necessary steps to actually move forward to do something about your health. You know, and if, and if part of that is rubbing against you the wrong way, you know, it's time to look at maybe where you're making excuses for yourself and where you're relying on other people. 
You know, are you saying, well, it was my parents gave me these genes and that's why? No. We're all grown-ups. We're all grown men and women here. It's time for us to take responsibility for our choices. Go back to that article. It talks about lifestyle. What did it say? Top of the article said, your lifestyle affects your immune system and your lifestyle affects your overall health. You choose the things that you do for your lifestyle. That's up to you. Those are your choices. You're choosing your habits. That's what lifestyle is. It's the habits, right? It's the things that you eat. It's the things that you drink. It's the activity that you do. It's the stuff that you read. It's the people you surround yourself with. It's the affirmations you tell yourself or you don't tell yourself. It's all of that makes up your lifestyle, all of it. And that is all up to you. So if you find, your, that, if you find that right now your health has been slipping in any one of those five areas, then here's my advice to you. This is what I want to leave you with. First, again, just understand that health is so much more than physical and mental. And I want you to understand how all five aspects of your health influence and interact with one another. That's the first thing. Second, remember, your health is no one else's responsibility. If you want to make a change, it's up to you, period. Third thing, I just want you to start somewhere with something. Start somewhere with something. That's so much better than you planning out the perfect workout regimen or planning out the perfect you know, nutrition plan or any of that stuff. Just get started, like today, like right now. Just get started doing something that's going to be filling up some of those tires. If your physical tire is low, I gave you some simple exercises to do. Squats, bodyweight squats, push-ups, plank hold. If you don't feel comfortable doing pull-ups, fine, eliminate it. Get started with the other things. Go for a walk. If that means put a mask on, fine, do your thing. Or if that means you get up super early and you go for a walk outside when there's nobody else around, do that too. That's how important your physical health, that's how important your overall health is. That if you're too worried about going out in the middle of the day because you might see people, fine. Get up at 4 a.m. and go outside and get some exercise in. The point is, you got to get started. You got to do something. You got to make it important enough to you for you to put those deposits in on yourself. Because no one else is going to do it for you. And if you're fearful right now about physical health, and that's what's got you isolating from people, staying inside, you know, eating frozen food or ordering out all the time, not going to the gym, just realize that all of those things are suppressing your immune system and making you more susceptible to contract the thing that you're afraid of. So in reality, what you want to be doing is exercising more, watching your food even more closely, making sure that you have some social connection with people I'm such a strong believer right now in socially connecting. Yes, not social isolation. I do not believe healing happens when we isolate ourselves. And so connect in a responsible way and connect with responsible people. Whatever that looks like for you, it's going to look different for everybody. But make sure that that social wheel isn't just being totally neglected because it's easy to do that. If that means scheduling Zoom meetings Every day with your friends, do it and turn the camera on. 
There's a much different social connection when you can see somebody rather than just hear them. Because we communicate so much visually through our face, through our body language. There's so much that's communicated you know, in, through, through visual medium that if you aren't looking at somebody, you aren't going to catch it. You've got to make sure that social wheel is being kept full right now. Because there's a lot of forces out there that are going to try to cut you off from that and then not make it possible. The spiritual wheel, oh my gosh, spiritual wheel is so important right now. Understanding what that means for you. What is spirituality for you? What is it? How do you practice it? How do you cultivate it? How can you explore it? A lot of folks right now are having trouble with faith, right? Keeping the faith that things will improve, that their health might improve or their loved one's health can improve that healing can happen across the country and across the world. There's a lot of folks right now whose faith is being seriously rocked. And so now is the time to put more attention in faith. Make sure that wheel is nice and full. So point is, look at your health across the five dimensions. Assess for yourself which one is low. Figure out where you might be in denial. Snap out of that denial and start doing some things that are going to be contributing to your health in empowering ways, that are going to be filling up those tires. Because if any one of those tires is chronically low or just non-existent, you've got to understand that that's going to impact your overall life experience. It's going to impact your overall health if any one of those tires is just let, is neglected for a long period of time. So I'm excited to hear what insights you have from this conversation Steph, I appreciate you for, for uh, sending me the email and posing this idea. It's such a great conversation to have. I mean, right now is just is different. We have circumstances hitting us. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But guess what? There is no circumstance that has to completely eliminate your abundant loving life. None. Because having it all is a state of being. It's not a state of having. Having it all does not have to do with having the nicest gym membership around. If it did, then right now, all those people who had gym memberships and the gyms are closed, well, you're kind of screwed, right? Having it all is about who you are being, how you are showing up, how you're taking care of yourself, how consistent are you? All those things are encompass having it all, abundant, loving life. And so there's no circumstance that can take that away from you if you don't let it. That's, that's one of the key things, if you don't let it. Because we give our power away. Things don't take our power from us. We give the power away. Absolutely. So my, my intention is that this conversation has you looking at your health slightly in a, a slightly different way. Or if you've already heard this conversation before, you've heard me talk about body vehicle, my intention is that I remind you of what is. Remind you that your health is dynamic, is multifaceted, that the principle of health supports life is always out there. It's always happening. Health always supports life. Things that are healthy will support your life. Things that are unhealthy will not support your life. And your goal is to simply promote healing. So what do you need to do to be healing in any one of those five areas of the body vehicle? If you have questions, if you want some suggestions, if you're like, I do not know what habits to do, I get it that I need to be focusing on my physical or my spiritual or my mental, but I don't know what habits to do. 
reach out. That's what I'm here for. Hey, I'd be happy to, to recommend some habits. And if you wanted to, to take advantage of the balance chart tool to use that, I recommend you do. That's what I make sure, that, that's what I use to make sure my body vehicle is in check, to keep my habits high, to keep my lifestyle on point so that my immune system stays high, my health stays high, I have energy, I feel vibrant, I feel energized, I feel all those great things. I use a balance chart tool. So if you want to get placed on the balance chart, you want some coaching around that, reach out to me as well. I am here to support you in your health, in your holistic, multifaceted health, all those different areas. I'm here to support you. And you've got my contact info, Matthew at MatthewBivens.com, Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. Do what you got to do. Make those deposits. Let's all, like, it's possible for every single one of us to, over the course of the, the rest of the year, next six months for our health to go up. Just because you're at home, just because you're social distancing, just because you're doing all those things does not mean your health has to go down. It can go up. It's absolutely possible. I'm seeing it happen in my life. I'm seeing it happen in other people's lives. So I'm letting you know it's possible. And that's what I'm playing for. All right. I'm complete for today. Thank you all for joining me so much in this episode. It's been amazing. My name is Matthew Bivens. I appreciate you. Love you. Here's to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.